Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number 26. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Today we are here with one of my all-time favorite cookie decorators, Bridget Edwards from Bake It 350. Hi, Bridget. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here. (laughs) We're so excited. (laughs) I'm excited too. I was telling Bridget right before the podcast started that when I started decorating cookies, of course, the last podcast was with Danny Fiore, and I saw her on the Martha Stewart show. And then, of course, you know, you get those ideas of how to decorate cookies and what can you do. And I went on the internet and I found two blogs at that point. And one of them was Marion Sweetopia, and the other one was Bridget Bake It 350. So you guys taught me so much. <laughs> That is so sweet and amazing. Well, it's true. You taught me everything. So (laughs) (laughs) Probably all wrong. I'm sorry. No, it's not all wrong. It's beautiful. You make beautiful things. And I still, every time I do a blog post or decorate a cookie with, well, I didn't use it this last time, and I'll tell you a little bit about that, but the coffee filter. Brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Will you tell me about the coffee filter? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, the coffee filter is just using it as a little funnel when you put sprinkles on your cookie, and then you just fold the coffee filter up and put the sprinkles back in your jar. And I'm just hoping now with all the Keurigs and all the Nespresso's (laughs) that coffee filters don't go away. (laughs) I'm afraid of that, too. I just bought two little things of them. Well, I mean, there's, what, 250 or something? (laughs) Right. I bought two of them because I'm afraid they're going to stop making them. I think we might need a stockpile. (laughs) I think so. Well, I use that all the time, and I think of you every single time I pull it out, and I try to remember to write it down, but we all know my memory is not what it used to be, but I'm working (laughs) on it, okay? (laughs) I just have a couple of questions for you, and I'm so excited. The first one is, where in the world did you come up with the name Bake at 350 for your blog? Well, you know, all the credit goes to my husband. We were sitting around and I just wanted to start a blog about decorating cookies. And of course, had I named it, it would have been Bridget's Cookie Blog or something (laughs) very creative like that. And my husband said, how about Bake It 350? I thought, you know, ding, ding, ding. That was perfect. So yeah, all, all credit goes to my husband for that. Well, he did really well, but the Bridget bakes cookies or whatever it was that you just said, I think that's a cute one too. So somebody out there, I'll grab that. I think that's a good one. Sure. (laughs) Okay. And when did you start your blog? So I started my blog in 2007, back in the dark ages. Um, I actually loved this time of blogging because I could sit down in one afternoon and read every single blog I wanted to read, whether it was crafting, baking, and then blogs kind of exploded. But yeah, it was way back when. And I really started it just to show my sister and my aunts and my cousins how to decorate cookies. Never intended anyone else to really read it. (laughs) Wow. How does it make you feel now with all of us that read everything you do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still a little shocked when people say they read it and I think, wait, what did I say? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's awesome. When you started it, did you know how to take pictures and? Oh, no. My very first blog post was 
I think maybe I took a picture of a picture of cookies <laughs> that I have made. And it's this teeny tiny picture and just one picture. And underneath it, I have listed number one, make royal icing. I don't include a recipe for royal icing, <laughs> nothing. Number two, it's a very um, sad little blog post, but it's still up there. <laughs> oh, I know how you feel. I looked back through some of my blog posts the other day and I'm like, whoa, we have to redo a few of these. <laughs> yeah, mine is very sad, but maybe it will show people how, how far you can come. Well, I agree with that because, you know, a lot of people like tweak the images. And I know that I've, like, if you look at the one I posted yesterday, it's the um, Patreon, it's the Red white and blue cookies there's yes. a little I I'm bad with my fingers I poke things and I don't mean <laughs> to poke things I poke that cookie and I thought you know I could photoshop that and cut it out right but I'm gonna leave it because it happens and so I exactly try I to love that adjust the colors you know but as far as my mistakes they're there they're part right. of me yeah you know? that's that's what makes art I've I always am inspired when I go to an art museum and you look at the art and you think it's not perfect it's not perfectly symmetrical. That's what makes it beautiful. Exactly. And unique. Nobody else yes. has our fingerprints when we poke right. our cookies. Right. <laughs> it's an individual. <laughs> and honestly, nobody else notices except us. On I mean, this, I hope. <laughs> on this picture, you'll notice it. So, But okay. it's okay. I left it there on purpose, you know. And it's, <laughs> it's horrible. Some of the video was really, really good. And then the sun just kept going up and down and, you know, <laughs> I just didn't get up and adjust the camera. And then when I started putting it together, I'm like, you should have got up and adjusted the camera. <laughs> nah, that's okay. That's you know how that happens. You know how that happens. Yeah. Well, okay. So you started your blog in 2007. And so you didn't expect it to grow where it has grown. And yeah. what inspired you to even decorate cookies in the first place? So before my son was born, I worked for a company called Mary Inglebright. Um, you might remember, she's an artist, really big in like the 1980s, 1990s, cherries and flowers and all sorts of bright things. And when I, when Jack was born, I quit working, but I remembered at our corporate events, there were always beautifully decorated cookies for us. And honestly, I just wanted to eat more cookies. That's why I started. <laughs> I had no plans to sell them, to do anything with them. I just wanted cookies. So it was definitely trial and error. I would buy the frosting in the tubes from the grocery store and try to decorate cookies that way. Um, I knew, then I learned about royal icing and would just try dipping the cookies in. So it was a lot, a whole lot of trial and error. Well, um, now it's just success. Hello. <laughs> uh, still learning. It's still a process. I think we all need to still learn because when we get to the yes. point that we don't think we need to learn, we should just hang it up. You're done. You know? <laughs> right. So I want to learn. <laughs> yes. And there are so many amazing cookie decorators that do things oh, that wow. I never would have thought of in a million years. Yep. And Lots of inspiration. And now all the cookie tools that are just growing, you know, right. um, I have those sweet stamps. Um, Hillary, when I was, I told you before that I was planning on going to cookie con yes. and I ended up in the hospital instead of being able to go. And, but Hillary, I was going to do a demonstration for her at her booth. And so she sent me from the cookie countess, she sent me those sweet stamps where you, you know, take and you 
put the impression of the words in the fondant or you can so put smart. it in cookie dough. I'm getting ready to release a post on that because the one thing, if you search my blog and people have sent me emails, <laughs> I'm sure you get them <laughs> like this too. Please teach me how to write on a cookie. I'm like, right. um, if I ever learn how, <laughs> I will share it. I do not write on cookies. I It's horrible. It's I like, don't either. It's my it own handwriting. Yes. I don't Yeah. I, so those stamps are genius. Those stamps, and I have played with them because I wanted to get it right before I actually did a post. And I'm telling you, those are some of the neatest tools as far as me. Besides a cookie cutter, you need a cutter, you know. But, right. But if you're going to write on a cookie and your name is Lisa Snyder, the Barefoot Baker, you better have a stamp because it ain't going to happen if we don't right. have stamp. <laughs> I can't wait to see your post. I can't wait to, to finish it. So there's just been so much going on here, summer camp and everything. Yeah. So I told my husband, I said, this week, don't talk to me. I said, <laughs> I said I'm going to be home. Time. I'm locking myself in. It's sweet stamp time, you know. <laughs> Which he's down there running around. Today we have little rascals. Well, this week we have little rascals here, and it's the younger children. And I tell you, I drove through camp today, and those little kids are the cutest kids, and they oh are God, having so much fun. So. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It makes me miss working here, you know, so, but I'll, yeah. I'll get to pitch in next year. Not this year, but next year. So. Right, right. <laughs> but the sweet stamps, I'm telling you, the cookie tools are amazing. So, and um, like, what is your favorite? The, the sweet stamps and the coffee filter and the spray bottle that, remember one tough cookie taught us to mix yes. our icing? Oh, gosh. Yes. That was such Gail. a great tip from Gail. Yeah. Oh, Gail did that. And those are like now my three, which there's so many others, but those are like the three ones that I'm like stuck to. I will not make icing without the squirt bottle. I will not use sprinkles right. without the coffee filter. <laughs> and I need a sweet stamp to write on a cookie. And, right. And then the post that I just did, I told you, have you ever dropped non-pareils? <laughs> No, I have not. They bounce. Are they everywhere? They bounce. They bounce like basketballs. <laughs> They're like Bouncer, Bouncer Jr. <laughs> now, Bouncers bounce right out of my head. That's a good thing. Get out of here, Bouncer. Those nonpareils bounce. So I taught myself again that I need your coffee filters. <laughs> my cats would go crazy for those. Oh, they were everywhere. I did such a good job. But what is your like favorite tool that you use when you decorate? Do you have one or three like I do? Oh, gosh. Well, I would say probably my favorite tool, it's not really a tool, but I always elevate my work surface. So I like to decorate standing up, which I know a lot of people decorate sitting down, but I stand up and I put a stool on my table and raise my cookie sheet up full of cookies so that I'm not bent over, hurting my back. That's, I really don't decorate without that. You know, I never imagine that but as you described it I could see you standing there decorating that mm -hmm. way oh that's so good and that's another <gasps> one from my husband who saw me bending over the table and said how about you elevate your work surface I thought what are you talking about <laughs> So he's good to have around. He's, I think I'll keep him. I think you should he's really smart. <laughs> yeah he now has he ever decorated cookies with you? A few times he and my son have just just for fun. Does he like but to I, eat them? He likes to eat them. He is all about the mistakes. He is all about roaming around the kitchen. And he takes a lot to work. 
Oh, that's good. Yes. So that's at his good. work, I am known as the cookie lady. Oh. I'm not sure they know my first name, but they do know Mark's wife is the cookie lady. <laughs> and if they go visit your blog, that's even better, right? Right, right. <laughs> okay. I've, I want to talk to you. Let's talk about, you know, um, some successes that you've had, okay. which you've had all of them in my mind, uh, but some successes. Um, you've written a couple of books. Yes. I'm so excited about your books. I love your books. Will you tell us about them? Sure, absolutely. Um, they came from the blog. So many, well, and from cookies, if you take it back another step. So, so many, like you said, the power of the cookie. So many wonderful things have come out of cookies. Oh, yes. I had an editor just email me one day and say, I'm a fan of your blog. Would you like to write a book? So I said, okay. <laughs> and that's where um, decorating cookies came from. And she really appreciated, well, what she called, quote unquote, my voice. She didn't want me to change anything for the book and how I wrote out instructions. And we kind of hashed through what cookies they wanted to see as a publisher what cookies I wanted to do. And I felt really strongly that it should be step-by-step -step photos because when I was trying to learn by that trial and error, of course, this was way back when, where there wasn't a lot of information online, it was hard to visualize if you'd never done it before what somebody was talking about. Yes. So that was a really big thing for me was to have the step-by-step um, photos. And it was just kind of a dream come true to be able to do that. And what year was your first book? So the first book came out in 2012. And then I had a second one decorating cookies party that came out in 2014. How was it from the first book to the second book? Because I, I wrote a book and the first one was yep. they wanted it in three months. And I yes. did it in three months. It was intense. <laughs> the second one they talked to me about. And so I don't know why, but we just kind of decided not to do it, which I'm mm -hmm. ready now. I'm ready to do another one. Yes, you so need another one. I want to talk to you about the second one. The first one, if you're like me, a lot of questions. Yes. A lot of questions. And the second one, did you feel more confident going into it or stronger? Which, not that you I weren't confident for the first one. Right. I definitely felt more confident with the process. I feel yes. like for the first one, I was emailing my editor several times a day to just <laughs> ask her different <laughs> questions. And yeah, for the second one, I felt a little bit more at ease about the process. It was still super quick, like you said, yeah. a super short turnaround. On the first book, they sent a photographer who lived in North Carolina to my house and he was here for six days, wow. and he took every single photo of that step-by-step -step process for every cookie. Wow. And I felt so sorry for him being trapped with me all day, and I was so <laughs> nervous that I would mess up. I tend to get distracted, like if the radio's on, I'll be singing and kind of dancing, and then I'll mess up yeah. what I'm doing. So we were basically in total silence for six days, just oh. passing cookies back and forth, back and forth. And then for the second book, they felt confident that I could do the step-by-step -step photography. That's wonderful. So, yeah, so I did all of that photography. I took the the final shots of each individual cookie, and then we shipped all of the final cookies 
to North Carolina to be professionally photographed there. So that was a little change first to second. Yeah. I had to ship all of my cookies to the United Kingdom. Oh, and, (laughs) and they wanted a picture of each cookie with every step. So there was one with an outline. There was one with an outline and maybe you You shipped all of those cookies. Um, There's a shipping package. And I said this in my last podcast. I don't know. Maybe I need to work on this because I did a packaging, like how to package cookies tutorial. And what I did is I wrapped them so good. I put a piece of cardboard. Then I put the cookies in like a cookie package, you know, like a a treat bag. And then I, you know, taped it, put a piece of tape around it to hold it on. There was a cookie on each side of the cardboard. Then I wrapped it in bubble wrap. Then I wrapped it in more bubble wrap, and then I put them in a box, and I put them in there where they were snug. But on the edges of the box, what did I use? Egg cartons, because I thought if it could protect an egg, it could protect my cookies, right? smart. Do you know, every cookie that I shipped over there, they told me not one cookie broke. Not one. But they had a lot of cleanup when they opened it. everywhere. Yes, but, but I bet they appreciated it. But I didn't want to delay their process by sending them a bunch of broken cookies, you know. Right. So there are simpler ways, people, to pack cookies. And I will do another tutorial on that before Christmas because mine is yeah. excessive because it had to be, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So did you like stress out when you had to ship yours to North Carolina? Because you're in Texas. Oh, absolutely. And you yes. had to ship Very them. stressful. Because yeah. if it breaks, what do you do? I mean, right. you have to send another one and that's going to delay their process. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm glad the second one, they trusted you because that's huge when they trust you. Huge. It was huge. So. It was it was very nice. And it made that whole process much less stressful. <laughs> and your photos on your blog and in your book are just beautiful. I mean, oh, you thank really. You. So when you started the blog, I don't know if I asked you this or not. When you started the blog, did you know how to take photos? Oh, we did talk no. about that, the little cookie. How did you learn? Um, really just from looking at other blogs, I think, and reading what cameras people used and going to blogging events and seeing people with quote unquote real cameras. Yeah. I know. And I started, I had a little point and shoot (laughs) and, um, upgraded to a DSLR, which I think just makes your pictures prettier. Yeah. But, um, I don't do anything super fancy with it. (laughs) It's hard, especially when, that's part of your job and you don't know yes. anything about it. So I think that's one thing that I really uh, thumbs up to all the bloggers out there who have taught themselves or learned from others to take pictures because that's, well, like I said, the video that I did, you know, the sun here comes up and down and up and down and I'm constantly adjusting. Right. So everybody out there that's figured out how to do that. I'm so impressed with them. I mean, they need a big pat Me on the too. back, you know? Yeah. And it's a time consuming process. I think people, who read blogs but have never tried to take a step-by-step, you know, photography of something that they're baking or creating, they don't realize all the time that yeah. goes into taking the pictures, uploading the pictures, editing the pictures. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's, lot of work. I am very, like I said, I'm very proud of everybody who does it because yeah. it is not an easy process. And those that stuck with it and accomplished it, wow, I'm proud of them. Me too. Okay, so I have a question that I've been dying to ask you. Okay. First of all, let me tell everybody the first time I saw you because I, <laughs> I did get to see you at the couple of cookie cons ago. Yes. I don't remember when, but it was in Utah. And we were in the airport and I was sitting there and I 
I had a shower, but I spilled coffee all down the front of my shirt. My hair, I got sick of it and threw it up in a ponytail, this ugly ponytail on top of my head. I'm too old for that. So I was sitting there and I got my phone out and I took a picture of you because you were sitting directly across from me. Like I was on a side seat and you were on a straight seat and we were in the airport. So I took out my phone and I took a picture and I texted Callie, sweet sugar bell. I said, is this Bridget? And I said it, and she sent back in all capital letters, yes. And I said, oh, my gosh, I look awful. Oh. <laughs> and we ended up riding the same van to right. the hotel and everything. And so that's the first time I got to meet you. And you were so sweet. Oh, you didn't, you I didn't laugh at my hair. You. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I remember meeting you and feeling so nervous because oh. – your beautiful book had just come out, right? <laughs> and I was so intimidated to meet this wonderful cookie decorator. And then I was like, oh, she's so nice. That was such I'm, a wonderful way to start CookieCon because that was my first was. one. That's the only one I've been to. And Aww. so um, it was a really beautiful start to the whole weekend. Oh, and it was with you too. And then getting Callie, you know, I'm saying, yes. is this her? Is this, is this her? And she's like, yes. I'm Hilarious. Like, oh I said, I look so bad. I said, I spilled coffee on my shirt and my hair. She said, she is nice. Calm down. I said, okay, I'll be calm. And my husband was going, you guys are weird. <laughs> I'm sure my husband would have said the same. Yeah, because, you know, they don't get upset about their hair. Right, right. They don't. <laughs> okay, so, so. Even even during that cookie con, I've been dying to ask you a question, okay. and I haven't asked it. And so <laughs> I'm just going to ask it here on the podcast because okay. the power of a cookie, right? Here we go. The power of a cookie. Um, how did it feel to meet Ree, the pioneer woman? Oh, gosh. It's probably <laughs> been the highlight of wow. all of cookie decorating, blogging. Not probably. It, it has been um, the highlight. So this was back in 2010. Re had a contest and she opened it up a giveaway for people to come to her lodge and stay and learn some sort of baking. And then she asked the people entering the giveaway, what would you like to learn? And so apparently the most common answer was how to decorate cookies. So she did the giveaway. I did not win. I entered because I wanted to go to the lodge. To just wow. To spend yeah. Time. We all want to go. Right. <laughs> And I saw her on Twitter one day saying, does anyone know anyone who decorates cookies and wouldn't be nervous to come to the lodge? And I yes. thought, oh, my goodness. So I just sat back. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And I just kind of watched a few people mention my name. You know, this was 2010. There weren't very many other cookie decorators out there. So Re messaged me and said, would you like to come to the lodge and teach a cookie decorating class? Yes, please. I'll pay you. How much do I owe you? So um, because it was a giveaway, she had me stay in a hotel in Tulsa. And she said, someone will pick you up in the morning. And so I thought maybe like one of the cowboys would come pick me up in a truck. This oh, is what I was expecting, so right? So I'm <laughs> sitting in the lobby looking for this truck to pull up. All of a sudden, the stretch limo pulls out in front of the hotel and the driver comes in. Bridget? I'm here to take you to Bosca. Are you kidding me? No, no. So I rode in the stretch limousine all the way. It's like an hour and a half all the way wow. to Bosca. 
get to the lodge. All the ladies were there. Not only the people who won the giveaway, but Rhea's daughters, some local friends were there. And she just told my limo driver, oh, you can just stay over here and hang out. So he did. And I taught the class. She was sweet enough to have a couple of chefs there who had made all of the royal icing. I made a batch to show how to make it, but everything else was made. Um, she had the cookies made. Wow. Everything made. So we decorated cookies and then there was a chocolate making class afterwards. And she said, would you like to stay? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) So I stayed, probably overstayed my welcome big time. And then as I was leaving, I went to hug Ree goodbye and I cried. I started crying. Thank you so much for having me. What a dork. But no, anyways, not at all. Since then, Rhea and I have gotten to know each other, and I've been out to the lodge a few more times and gotten to stay. Wow. And um, she's a dream. She is everything you love about her on the show, from her blog, times a million. She's wow. so funny, so generous, so kind, so beautiful. Um, and now my husband and I went to Pahuska. Um, for my birthday last year and stayed um, in her boarding house and went to the store. What she's done for that community is amazing. Is that where her building is that she was redecorating on her show? I just want to go look at that place. You need to go. It is beautiful. And now there's, you know, an ice cream shop and all kinds of new things. So wow. Yeah. Pahuska, Oklahoma is a destination now. (laughs) Oh, I, I can see, I mean, she, you can just look at her on the show and see the love that she has for everybody and everything, you know? So yeah. So supportive. Yeah. She just seems great. Okay. So everybody probably when they saw you on that show was thinking, wow, she's there with Ree, the pioneer woman. When I looked at that, I thought that, and I thought, look at all those people decorating cookies. And I thought, oh, poor Bridget had to make all those icing bags. (laughs) (laughs) Bags full of icing, you poor thing. (laughs) I was really lucky that Ree got it. You know, she had it all pretty much ready and we ordered supplies ahead of time and just had them all shipped there. So wow, she made everything so easy. So now I don't feel like it was so stressful for you because, you know, as somebody who was decorating at that time, I was just like, Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I'll tell you the stressful part. Well, besides just meeting Ree and being so nervous was um, yeah. I had never taught cookie decorating before, like two oh. live people, only <gasps> on my blog. That was your first time with yes. actual people? Yes. So with, oh. you know, 20, yeah, 25 people with Ree oh. taking pictures for her blog. And I thought, man, I better not mess up. <laughs> but you, I would never have known that. I mean, Aww. you were such a natural and you just look, I mean, you just went through it with such grace and dignity and power. I mean, I see, I thought you made all the icing bags. I mean, come on, you had me convinced. (laughs) No, I won't take any credit for that. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm glad that she gets it and she understands. And um, Ree, if you happen to be listening, (laughs) we would love to have you on the power of a cookie, please. Yeah. For sure. Oh, oh, she just, I like what I see from her on TV. And I love the, the cowboys, the way she feeds them and the cows. I'm going to go pet a cow. Yes. I mean, it's just so fun. Yeah. So, 
And her kids are amazing. So They are. And I know um, when we visited one time and saw how hard, of course, her kids are older now, you know, two of one just graduated from college and another one's in college. But when I saw how hard they worked on the ranch, like I came home, okay, I told my son, get out, you're weeding in the front yard. No, no more being lazy around here. After seeing they, those kids, you know, they work. And so it was, it was really inspiring on a lot of levels. Oh, yeah. Belling hay and all that is super right. hard work. You know, I grew up in the country and so that. And, you know, but what they do that I don't see around here in Tennessee is they burn their fields. Like, right. have, you, did, have you read a post or anything that she's done? I have. And I think she's done at least one TV episode on it. So yeah. interesting. I'd never seen that before. Oh, so they don't do that? in Texas either. So, um, you know, we live out in the (laughs) suburbs, so I don't know. (laughs) Well, I've been to Texas a couple of times and I think I'm allergic to Texas. Every time I go, you know, every time I go or it's the rug in the room or something, I'm not allergic to anything, but every time I go, I just have this sneezing fit over and over and over. But I love Texas. It's beautiful. And I want to go there with Alan. I want to make him go there sometime because I just think it would be fun. You know, it's just a good place. It is a great place. Okay. So I've asked you a lot of questions and I have one more, maybe two that I just need to know the answer to. Number one (laughs) is your Trader Joe reviews. Oh, my goodness. I love your Trader Joe stuff. (laughs) And we just recently got one where I live. And, you know, since I was sick, I haven't been there yet. So give me some advice after you tell me about Trader Joe's. Okay. Give me some advice on what I should do when I go. Oh, well, you should buy everything. That's my advice. (laughs) Okay. I will. (laughs) Um, We love Trader Joe's. And those doing those reviews came about because when I first started the blog, my son Jack was little, obviously. And so we had a little series called Kiddo in the Kitchen. And he would pick a recipe and we would bake it together and then he would rate it. Well, as he got older, he was a little less interested in the baking and more interested in the eating. But I still wanted to do something with him. And so when Trader Joe's opened, we decided maybe we would review some of their products. So people ask me all the time, how did you get in with Trader Joe's? I'm not in with Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's doesn't know who I am. (laughs) Um, Luckily, probably. Um, So we just go in and buy whatever looks good. And then we, um, we, we review it. So, gosh, I would say, yeah, prepare to buy everything off the top of my head. Anything dipped in chocolate is good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right now in the summer, they have these mini honey grams that are dipped in chocolate and sprinkled with sea salt. And they're, I mean, it sounds like nothing, but they're so delicious. That's what we have stockpiled right now. Okay, that and see, I didn't know that this was between you and your son. And, and yes, I understand not having, you know, that kind of business relationship with places like that. Because um, Hillary, like I said, from the cookie countess, she Mm -hmm. shares things with me, her and john share things with me. And, and most of the time, and there have been others, Anne has shared a few things with me. And, you know, um, truly mad plastics. I mean, right. When you become a blogger, people want you to try their stuff, and I love it, but... I, I and I love them for doing that and they are so sweet and so kind and I do use their stuff and I let them know how I feel about it. I let the bloggers know how I feel about it. But I like to purchase things on my own. I do too. So that way I can be totally honest about 
Yeah. And if it's if it's really bad, you'll never hear me mention it. I'm not gonna go bash it. Right. I'm just not gonna mention it. You exactly. know, so and that's just kind of the way. But I kind of got that from Ree, the pioneer woman, because remember when she used to give away all those mixers? Yes. She purchased those she, herself. Yep. She didn't have anything to do with Kitchen Aid, but right. she loved their products so much she promoted it. So she's the one who kind of taught me as a blogger to do that. You know, yes. we we love to promote what we love. Like I yep. said, how much is a coffee filter? And it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> how right. much is the squirt bottle? It's one of my favorite things. Now the sweet stamps do cost, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> they do cost. But they're but, worth it. <laughs> but if you can't run on a cookie like me, you may need to check those out. You know? <laughs> Right. Well, it's so, so funny that you said that about learning that from Ree, because a lot of times, especially when I was first starting blogging, and I would think, oh, should I do this? Or what about this? I would often think, what would Ree do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like maybe I needed one of those little rubber bracelets, like, you know, WWRD, what would Ree do? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought about that a lot, because I really think she blogs with a lot of integrity. Yeah. And and that com- it comes across. And she even had a post that she did on how to become a blogger. I think when yes. a lot of us start a blog, we try to type properly and use all the correct pronunciation. <laughs> right. and, you know, and she's like, be yourself. If you want to say, ooh, that's gross, then say, ooh, it's gross. <laughs> right. Which, that's not what she said. Those are my words. Okay, she's too nice to say that. So. <laughs> but those are the blogs that I, you know, personally, I really relate to are the blogs where you can actually hear someone's voice yeah. as you're reading it. Yep. You know, not the very sterile ones. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So she had a lot of tips in that that helped a yes. lot of bloggers. And I tell people when they start, when they want to start and they ask me questions, I'm like, go read that post. Go read that's exactly right. Because I, she is so good, you yep. know. <clears throat> okay, so one more question that I have, and this okay. is, I love Christmas. As a matter of fact, it's July. I'm going to do some Christmas cookies. I've been trying to do <laughs> Christmas cookies in July forever, but Aww. it just never has worked out. But this year, I'm not going to do all Christmas because I miss decorating so much. I'm ready to just dive right back in. Right. But <laughs> you did. I love the 12 days of Trader Joe's Christmas. Right. Okay. So cool. Tell me about that. <laughs> So we it went along with our Trader Joe's reviews, which we were doing weekly. We don't we don't do them uh, weekly anymore. But at Christmas, Jack was home, and my husband has been doing some of the reviews. So we thought, let's just do twelve Trader Joe's reviews over. Um, December and yeah, it was it was a great month because <laughs> we ate lots of snacks and um, Trader Joe's. Well, you'll find out, but they do a lot of seasonal products, especially okay. seasonal treats. And so at Christmas time, they're like stocked full of all these yummy, yummy treats. So it was a great excuse just to eat a lot of them. Wow, they're about. Probably an hour, anywhere from, I, I'm a little off because I haven't drove in a while, but they're right. anywhere from probably an hour and 15 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes from where I'm at. Okay. So I really wish they would build one closer. I'm glad that we have that one because now it's an option to go. Right. But if they would build one closer, I would be there every day at Christmas going, okay, what's that? What have you got? Show me. Show me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pack a cooler. That's another uh, okay. tip. Because they do have like many ice cream cones that are really yummy. And also check out their greeting cards. They have really? the best greeting cards and they're all 99 cents. Are you kidding? That's great. I 
went to the post office today. I don't know that people know this, but when someone does a podcast with me, I mail them a microphone and headphones. I right. love this microphones and headphones. And um, Alan just sent me a text that said he's going to head up if that's okay. Oh, oh sweet husband. He that knows that I'm sweet. doing a podcast. Oh, <laughs> we love you, Alan. <laughs> but I went to the post office today to mail a microphone and headphones out, and I paid $3.50 for a birthday card just because it was so cute and I was like ah, I don't want to pay three fifty for right. it but I did so Trader Joe's has them for 99 cents 99 and they're the cutest cards okay. and every time and I go to Trader Joe's a lot as you might guess <laughs> there are always new ones every time oh, I wow. walk in there are new cards so yeah okay I'm definitely going and I'm going to try to stock up a little bit on thank you cards and greeting cards and birthday cards. And yeah, yeah, I need to do that because yeah. <laughs> okay. Out of the 12 days of Trader Joe's Christmas, what was your favorite? Did you have one favorite? Was it number one, I would assume, or maybe not? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, all 12 were good, right? All 12 were good. Um, I I just have all good (laughs) memories of the whole month. (laughs) See, and that's the best kind of post to do is things like that that just make you happy. Now, if there was something bad, we didn't see it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But Trader Joe's, I'm sure whatever you get there is going to be good. So Yes. You're pretty much guaranteed you're going to get something yummy. <laughs> and not too many times in the cookie world have I gotten a hold of a bad product. You know, that's right. things are so good and so easy and so helpful. I just, I love yes, it. But I agree. If, but if I promote something and if you promote something, then we, we've tried it, we've used it, you know. Something and we, we really like. like. Yes, yes. So, okay, here comes the big question. We're okay, almost question. at the end. Oh, my goodness. I don't want this to be over. I love Aww. talking to you. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, so I ask everybody this. Is there any advice, tips, or tricks, or anything that you would like to tell all the cookie people out there in cookie land? Okay, my advice is let go of your inner perfectionist. Yes. It's so easy for us to look at a cookie, especially with social media, because we follow so many amazing cookie decorators to look at our own work and think, that's ugly. That is not piped perfectly. My flooding's a little bumpy. There's an air bubble in there. Just let it go. Because the people you give it to, they just see cute cookie. I mean, I don't care if I decorate a cookie and just throw sprinkles on it and give it to someone. They're thrilled. Yes. They are thrilled. And that's what it's really all about. It's not about the perfection. So I'd say try to let go of that. I mean, if it's really ugly, eat it yourself and don't show it yeah. to anybody. But but really, I think we need to be a little easier on ourselves. I think so, too. There are amazing, amazing cookie decorators out there, yes. you know, and and I'm really impressed with what everybody does. And Me, too. I mean, it's it's great. Even your first cookie, you know, you've got to find the perfection in that. And yeah. that's what I look for, not is the cookie perfect. I look at the heart that made the cookie. Yeah, that's you that's know? a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. And and that's what I look for. And that's why I love CookieCon so much is because you go there with all these different decorators, men, women, you know, whoever is there and you get to see the beauty in what they create. Yes. So I love your advice. Love Thank it. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's time to wrap it up oh, and, okay. and get back. I, I might, might go play with some sweet stamps here in a minute. <laughs> Go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Let's do that. Too bad we can't go together. I know. That would be fun. 
God. <laughs> yes. Well, Bridget, thank you so much for being here with us today. We have enjoyed this so much, and I'm sure everybody's just going to fly over to Bridget's blog and give her some love and some comments because we just, we, I think the world of you, thank you for teaching because I know you taught me so much stuff, and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you're welcome. And everybody, you can find me on the Barefoot Baker and go to the little bar at the top where it says podcast and you can hear all the amazing podcasts that we've done. And I have some really special guests coming up very soon. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.